Welcome to Slices of Life, the podcast where intentional living and imperfection meet. Throughout the month of August, we took a break from our usual format to bring you the summer edition of our show called Summer Slice. Today's episode is the last in this series. It's a part two of the conversation we had with Chris and Kill on Sila. We're talking about giving ourselves permission to rest and participate in those things that refresh us and how it can ultimately point us towards Christ. We also touch on the ups and downs of Sabbath and why it's so hard for some people to take a vacation. Okay, so I'm just going to ask you all, what do you do that you love? Like, what do each of you do that you just go, oh, this fills me, this like stirs me, it fires me up, it is refreshing to me that you like do on a regular basis because I don't think I knew for a while that I even had permission to figure that out. Mm. Oh, I didn't. Um, You know, I've mentioned before on our podcast and even in in some of the blog posts I've written, until I started setting aside a Sabbath, I had no idea what I enjoyed. I mean, I had in my mind that if I could do X, Y, and Z, that this would be amazing and restful. And then I did it and I was like, I don't really want to be doing this. Like the first Sabbath where I had no interaction with anybody, where I just like laid around all day, it was awful. I know that I need to get (laughs) a cup of coffee with a friend. You know, I need to start my day off that way. You know, maybe I can read a book, but a whole day reading a book not fun, like maybe like an hour, you know, like, and so it's different for everybody. And I found that doing a craft, yeah, right. So doing something creative and a craft, I did that one day, which was really fun. And I threw on like a silly movie that I would never like watch or take time out to watch. So I'm watching a movie in the middle of the day as I like create these felt flowers from a tutorial online and put them on a bulletin board. I mean, that to me was so fulfilling and I think yeah. I, I took pictures of the flowers. I told my kids about them. Well, don't you love them? What can we put, you know, what else can we do with them? I mean, it was so fun. And so, you know, I've, I've yeah. amazed at how long it took me to figure out what it was that filled me up. Yeah. How about you, Elise? Do you, do you feel like you, <sighs> that you love? I think that I, I need to think about this more, honestly. Um, I am definitely involved in a lot of things right now that are taking up my time or that I'm using my time on. Um, I do, I I do love to read and I don't read much. Um, and that's because usually it seems appropriate to read at the end of a day when I've done all my other stuff, but then I'm too tired and I fall asleep. So that doesn't really work very well. Oh, that is so what Um, happens to me. My Kindle is always under my my pillow every morning. I can never find it. (laughs) And I know it's in my bed because I fall asleep with it every night. Down by your toes. But I also think, and it's also because I like to go to bed with my husband at night, you know, like lights out together and all that stuff. So um, that would be one thing. Another thing is uh, I would like to, I was just thinking I would love to try tennis again. I used to play tennis. Oh, that's always been a of mine. Yeah. I'm not very good at it. And I would love to learn. But I can get better than I ever would have thought. And I and when I was in my 40s, I played a lot of tennis and I loved it. So I would love to at least, I don't know, play a game a week. Um, oh, that's fun. My sister-in-law just started doing that with her nine-year-old. And I think that's why I think it would be such a great sport because you could do it with mm-hmm. yeah. anyone. And you can do it all your, your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mm-hmm. kids don't play much of it anymore, although my daughter Farrell has definitely dabbled, but they did play when I was playing too. We, we had them in a lot of clinics and stuff and they loved it. Um, oh, I like that. 
I'm trying to think, like even to give myself permission to get out in the middle of the day and go for a walk around my block, especially mm-hmm. at this time of year, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think it would be good to think about. Yeah, it's hard. I just never, I really didn't think about it at all. I think that my whole schedule, my whole day was always felt overwhelming until I started to process, okay, rest rest needs to happen because I'm falling apart. But actually rest ended up bringing order to everything Mm -hmm. else. Yes. Mm-hmm. If That's that if, yeah. if it was it whether it was active rest or stillness, whatever it was, if you choose to prioritize it, everything else sort of shifts to make it mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. And for you to realize mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, um and that was surprising to me. Like that, gosh, I'm actually I'm actually taking an hour to do this thing that I love every day mm-hmm. or this particular thing I do once a week, whether you know, um, like a so, like, do you? Yeah, whatever. I was gonna say. Now you've got a very busy home life. You, you're homeschooling. Your your yes. your oldest is sixteen, and then you've got an eight month old baby. So, yes. what does what does it specifically look like in your life? Well, I'd love I'm to know. really lucky because I have built in babysitters. Because I have a sixteen year old and a thirteen year old, so no one tells you that. And I have a nine, almost nine year gap between number four and number five. So. You know, my kids were at that place where my older three, when we lived in New York City, were able to walk outside the apartment alone. And, mm. you know, um, my older two were on public transportation all the time and getting around. And so it's kind of funny living now in Oregon where they can't do that. My oldest is just about to get her license. But I've got basically built-in helpers. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never, with a baby at this stage, I never have to worry about taking a shower or anything like I used to because there's always someone to hold him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And they love yeah. it. I can do any time. I have all these people here that mm-hmm. can help with him, which is really fun. It's like having a firstborn again, but with a built-in team, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. And knowing everything you wish you hadn't known the first time around, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, because you just know it goes so fast, and you're not hung up on everything. You just mm-hmm. get to cuddle them, enjoy them. I put on Facebook recently when I was 22 and a new mom, it was like, oh, I know exactly how I should do this, you know, and boom, 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 boom. And now I'm almost 38 and I'm thinking, oh, I have no idea. I think I'll just cuddle him and pray a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. I don't really have any answers. Yeah. Um, You know, the older you get, that's sort of what happens. But I am so thankful that my big kids all pitch in so I'm able to kind of sneak away. And I um, I go to an exercise studio and take bar classes every other day mm-hmm. and just sweat it out. And I really love that. I feel strong. I feel like um, I've had sweet community with the women that are there. I, I love just sort of getting out of my house and shaking things up. I didn't think I would ever be an exercise person. And I'm kind of obsessed with it now, so that's mm-hmm. fun. And, um, I I love what you were saying earlier too, Kimberly, about writing in the morning, like your journaling mm-hmm. changes the course of like uh, you sort of get it all out first thing. Mm-hmm. I've been doing something called morning pages for several years. It's this. There's a book called The Artist's Way, and it oh, is. Yeah, um, I have that book somewhere. <laughs> it's so good, and so there's this whole idea about these morning pages that when you wake up you write for 20 minutes 
were, I guess, write three pages in the first 20 minutes of waking and that your ability to sort of, it's supposed to be before your ego really kicks in for the day. So mm-hmm. it's just this free form, just keep writing for three pages and get it all out. And I find that that opens up creativity, my thinking, like just, and, mm. and for me, it always sort of merges with a quick prayer time or whether I have my devotional time at that time in the morning or not. It's a little different with a nursing baby now. Um, but, <laughs> but I find that it just often just emerges into prayer and having that be right at the beginning of the day makes a huge, huge shift in my whole yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every afternoon we sit down and we make tea and have a snack like always. And we'll take a walk if the weather's nice. Um, get outside, but to stop with the kids and say, oh, everybody get out your teacups. Like, that Mm -hmm. sounds so silly, but I learned that from Sally Clarkson. She said, a lot of people wonder if it really is, if if I really believe that having tea with your family can change your life, and I think I do. Oh yeah, I just I just read about yes. that in her book, Life Giving Home. We have a group yes. of moms in my um, neighborhood. We meet once a month because we're working our way through uh-huh. the book. Every every chapter is a new month, and she talks so about good. being the architect of your home and creating culture. And she talks about that in the book about tea time. Yeah, and like marking certain times off and dinner. She talks about dinner and candles and marking yeah. that time. Yeah. We do. It's really interesting to me, too, because, you know, in Jewish homes, to set apart the Sabbath, to set apart Sabbath rest on Friday nights during mm-hmm. Shabbat, they light a candle. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really interesting. Like, as we light candles in our homes to say, okay, we're coming together at the table. This is this. It's funny how our kids do notice that. Like, my son, if the candles aren't lit, will say, Mom, the candles, we haven't done the candles for tonight, you know, and he'll, we actually, my husband is sort of afraid of fire hazards. I don't, it's so funny. Now that we live in a house again, I think we're becoming like more responsible. Five kids didn't do it, but having a house again, we feel like we're grown up. <laughs> so we've invested in those really nice candles that are made of wax and they smell really good, but they're mm-hmm. electric. So mm-hmm. now we go around with the remote control to turn them all on. <laughs> They're so great. I know. We have too many friends who are firemen and talk to him at barbecues and dinners and scare us to death. So. Oh, my gosh. So we've got this. Anyway, we, they look really real, They but, but we do light real ones at the dinner table. But I love that my kids know that that's, mm-hmm. you know, what we do in the evenings to mm-hmm. set a tone for being together. Or... Or in the afternoon, like my daughter, my littlest, Lael, will say, Mommy, is it tea time? I need to get my tea. And mm-hmm. um, she'll pull out her little china mug and just, you know, get so excited about serving it. And it's just snack time. I mean, really, yeah. like, call it what it is. Yeah. But, but when you take a few minutes to just boil water and pour tea and serve that with, you know, whatever else you're serving your kids for snack and you call it tea time, it changes how you feel about your day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's little things like that that we do. Um, I do, because I homeschool, we obviously don't have any nappers besides our baby, but we do take time just to be quiet in the afternoon. Like, um, most of my kids are all doing work independently. My older girls do online classes and have tutors. And it's really my younger two that I'm or my younger, my middle two, that I'm running mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. 
homeschool schedule with. And so they're obviously, they're 11 and 9, so they're very independent. But to just say, okay, I'm going to take an hour, and it's what used to be nap time, but we all need a break. So this is like your silent reading time, or you can work on a project, or draw, or paint, or whatever. And I take it, and I read a book, or I watch a funny show, or I'll watch part of a movie. I watched part of Three Coins in the Fountain, that old, old movie with... Mm -hmm. um, Debbie Reynolds on Netflix the other day, and it was so it was so fun. And so mm. I don't feel like I'm overwhelmed. By the time the dinner rush happens and homework and bedtime, then I kind of fall apart. So I build into my day time to take a beat before I get to that place where yeah. I might be. It's funny because I I no longer have children home and haven't in quite a while, and I actually find it harder to take that rest time than I oh, do. Oh, I bet you do, because yeah. when you're in my season, like you all just said, oh, you have such a busy home life. Well, yeah, I do, but it's not, like, you have just as much on your plate in terms of, and all of your listeners probably that don't have kids, like, we all live in this place where it's hard to step away, no matter what yeah. you do. Yeah, If exactly. you don't have children at home, if you've never had children at all, it, it doesn't matter. We're all culturally feeling like we can't break away that's right that's or right. we feel guilty when we do and i think that's the shift yeah i think that's a lot of and a lot of the reasons that you gave for it are so important um in this world of you know comparison and an accomplishment and yeah. there's always something you could be doing i right. I, cer I certainly live that way i feel like that's my that that's what sort of rules the day there's always something on my list so rather than say Oh, I'm going to read a book for a half hour. Mm -hmm. I say, oh, and see that as Yeah, and see that as right? valuable. And yeah. it's like in my in my mind, I believe that that's valuable. But in my, it's not it's not seeping in. Um, yeah. And I even tried, you know, a little bit of the Sabbath because Kimberly really um, inspired me with her Friday Sabbaths. But you know, that work lasted for about a day and maybe a second. Okay. Second my husband week, but... just said that he we do have a real rhythm to our Sundays. I know a lot of people who do Sabbaths on different days for lots of different reasons. And mm -hmm. for our family, Sunday does really work well. Um, but he just said the other day, I just think I want us to go towards like no dishes even on Sunday and no yeah. cleaning of the house. And yeah. that's yeah. hard when you're a mom because on yeah. Sunday evenings you're preparing for the week and yeah. mm -hmm. you got to just get it all done. If you want to play and have fun with your family on Saturday or go to soccer games or in my case, I work a lot on the weekends because it's when my husband's home. You're catching up, yeah. I'm mm -hmm. catching up. Um, but he just said, I don't want our kids to see Sunday as like their chore day and their and homework catching up. Like, let's just cut it off on sun Saturday. Mm -hmm. And there's, I think you all know Carrie Bailey, don't I you? I was no. going to say, you are, you, I remember hearing her speak at a loom and describing how she did the dishes ahead of time? Yeah. Did the well, wash ahead of time? A caddy, right? Of mm -hmm. plastic dishes mm -hmm. or something. And I told Josh that. I said, you know, yeah. I know this really that. cool life coach that does this, like, whole caddy that's special of plastic stuff. And, I mean, we're kind of environmentally conscious, but mm -hmm. we could figure something out so that yeah. we could just do, like, paper all weekend instead and... And just be able to not be in the kitchen and have to clean it and have our meal ready to just put in the oven. Or yeah. we typically do a Sunday brunch anyway. And then um, it's like our one, it's like a family anchor that we go to brunch after church. And mm, then nice, nice. And then at home we'll do just a light dinner, snacky dinner, you know, is yeah. what we call it. Yeah, oh, I like so that. 
doing that. Yeah, we like so put out good evening for soup or something. You know, you you've had your yes. fun meal exactly. out, and then you have a little something at the at the right. end. Right. Yeah, we'll even put out like we'll we'll get a baguette and have just like cheese and meat and mm-hmm. veggies and mm-hmm. just go have at it, kids. Serve yourself. Yeah. Mom's yeah. reading a book. Dad's taking a nap. Whatever. So I think we may go a little more hardcore and make Love it. That. Love that. Really fun. But it's funny. I um it's funny how you're talking about the feeling of like guilt when you stop. My husband's company has a policy of um unlimited vacation for anyone. It's a creative oh it's a creative company. <laughs> That's not gonna probably answer. I, I know it's probably gonna People flip things on its head and nobody takes any time. <laughs> well, here's what's funny is that is that if you start researching people leaving their job, like people that have vacation, whatever, whatever, um, it's funny how people don't take vacation. So mm-hmm. it's a creative company where the idea of you needing to be refueled matters. Like you are held accountable to the work that you do at his company. So it's um, as long as you're getting the work done, you have unlimited vacation days, but your work has to be. I mean, it's a really, it's a really big company and it has a really high standard. So you have to get it done, have it done to this certain standard, but Mm -hmm. they recognize that as creatives, you really can't do that. If you are burnt out, then you're not going to produce anything creative. So it has unlimited vacation and nobody takes vacation. They had to have it a year ago. They began making it mandatory because no one took it ever no yeah. one would take a week and um and they were all burning out which is so funny because a friend of mine whose husband has to kind of fight for vacation days i was yeah. mentioning yeah. to her and she said what well why do people even come to work wouldn't they just take license and, and <laughs> it's actually the opposite yeah but what is it is it a different industry um yeah it is but it's but it's interesting to me that I mean Josh's company does have a wide range now. Right. I mean yeah, yeah. it is Keith and it is a like hip tech company. But it's so interesting to me that internally they were like, We cannot get people to leave work. Like they need to go rest. Yes. Need yes. to take a break. And they have an unlimited amount to go do it. But until they're told you have to do this, mm-hmm. then they don't. Yeah. Which it's I think crazy. really speaks to yes. this their condition. Yes, yes, to totally. Have totally. When we want to yeah. produce and produce and produce, and we're not ever taking time to rest. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, that's so, cool. and I wonder even if in that all that producing, producing, producing. You know, uh, one of the things that we talked about recently on on the podcast, or will be talking about, is social media. Because so I uh-huh. wonder, you know, how that time, how productive is that time? All that's another issue in our when in we our spend world. it on social media you mean when we do yeah like sort oh, of yeah you know I'm, I'm a freelance editor well I, I work for a magazine but it is it's uh, yeah. a time thing and it's a monthly thing but it's very easy for me to shift around while I'm in the middle of my work and so right. I, I, I it brings me back to that the tomato timer do you guys know about the tomato timer the no. 25 minute the Pompadora method but if you oh, just want yes. mine, it's a tomato timer. That's how I found it. And it's 25 minutes, 25 minute increments of 
contributing and not letting yourself go on social media and not picking up a phone or whatever else, but just, Mm -hmm. for example, editing the work that I have to do, you know, straight. And it's amazing. I don't do it enough. I should return to it more. But the economy of time really changes when you start to say, I will do this for 25 minutes. I will focus completely on it. And guess what? It builds in a rest time. And you choose Mm five-minute rest or 10-minute rest, a shorter one or a longer one. Um, to sort of, okay, I'm going to break away. I'm going to do maybe five minutes of exercise or maybe a 10 minute walk or whatever you want to do. But it's, so it's, it just speaks to this, uh, but, oh, but the point is, that out. Yeah, it's great. But the point is that we have to come up with a method to do this because it is so yeah. unnatural for us. One, yes. I think to be, uh, really, really focused on something and two, to take rest as part of that, you know, focus, focus, focus. And now a little rest. Right. Rather than it being our life, it has to be a system. Right. (laughs) Well, it's really like what we were saying. Like, I felt so overwhelmed and started to find that there was order all of a sudden when when rest was the priority. You say, I'm going to, because you know that you're going to have a break, you can be focused and fully engaged instead of fumes, 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 I'm so tired, I'm not going to fully engage, and then now I'm going to kind of fall apart. Like, when you know that you're going to have a rest, it allows you to focus. <laughs> Elise is shaking her head. and just. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to fall apart. That's the part I'm shaking my head at. Oh, I fall apart. Let's just it's be It's true. Honest. Yeah. On a regular basis. I mean, yeah. last night, Josh had to kick me out the door because um, I just fell apart in tears. I'm working on a large project right now, and I'm kind of behind, and... I just felt like I was never going to be done. And he was like, just call the gym and see if you can get into the class in 20 minutes. And he just kicked me out. And it was the best thing that I could have ever had done. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, that was 12 hours ago I was in tears. Like, it happens all the time. (laughs) This isn't ever like, oh, I've arrived and I've figured out rest and i figured out how to have my life just be blissful. It's this whole journey that I don't think is ever going to end until... I think that's an empowering thought as well. You know, it's not like when you determine, okay, so hopefully some people will come away from this podcast and go, okay, I want to build rest into my life, including me, by the way. Um, and, and so we give it a try and it doesn't work and it doesn't change everything, but we give it a try again because, you know, something eventually is going to click. And I just don't think there's any, um, question that that kind of a rhythm is going to be helpful to all of us to give us that margin, to allow us to slow down, to change what we're looking at or bringing into our minds and, you know. Yeah, and I love, and I think exercise is is a very good example, especially, again, for young moms. Um, You said something like, I was never a person who would exercise. Well, no, and I kind of tongue-in-cheek made fun of it. Like, Yeah, oh, me too. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll never be one of those exercisers. Yeah, like, I I would totally have cozied up to you and been like, aren't those girls in leggings ridiculous? Yeah. They love exercise. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Let's go have coffee and a donut. But anyway, a year ago, I started exercise um, as as much as possible, five days a week. And I love it. And that would be, Mm -hmm. especially in the context, again, of being a young mom in the middle of all that's going on as you're as you're raising your family and all that stuff um, to take. Uh, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever, maybe an hour and 15 minutes by the time I leave my home and come back 
at the time when I was raising my children in that particular way would have seemed absolutely, utterly impossible. I am doing it now, but I just started a year ago, and again, I'm 58 years old. So it's taken me a long time to make that really essential ingredient of health and rest, ultimately, to to bring that into my life and and treat it legitimately. Yeah, it is. And it feels, at least to me, I feel like it's a luxury. And like, I mean, even the fact that I can afford to go to a gym, I realize is an absolute luxury. Like. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people listening today that I'm sure would love to get to go do that and can't fit it in the budget. So what does it look like to figure out how to get moving when it can't look the same way as everybody else that you're hearing about? And I think there are a lot of ways. Like even on Pinterest, I have a fitness board and there's so many different things you can just do from home with your furniture at home with running, which I hate running, but it it, you know, is free. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And so, so is walking. And so is. is. And yeah. maybe walking with a friend or walking with your kids or whatever it looks like. Like there, there are ways to do it and you just have to figure it out. But mm-hmm. it's tricky. It's really tricky. And it's yeah. never, I think that's, that's sort of that idea of, um, it's not, ne- we're never going to, totally figure it out but it's always something that will disrupt us like our our needs for these things like never go away yeah but what what you're saying too if you want to build rest into your life there's these healthy pragmatic practical ways to do that but really it's kind of all for naught if you aren't recognizing that it's christ at the center of all of this like Mm -hmm. that he wants to be your rest more than Mm -hmm. anything else like that it's it really is a state of heart and the way that you are um relating with him and allowing him to become rest in your life and all of these things that are more pragmatic point to him Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that idea of longing come in, came, comes in, too. You know, when I was living in New York City, as you all know, I was, like, stressed out and how are we going to do this? And and at the same time, feeling like, okay, all of this, these ideas for how to have interludes of beauty, how to, my, my even desire or longing to escape our circumstances, those are all like giant red flags towards a longing for something that lies beneath all of those surface longings. Like all the things we want to do to capture rest, all the things we want to do to capture recreation or things that delight us. Ultimately, if they don't lead us to delight and rest in Christ, then they're worthless. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we're kind of hardwired to want to go have a vacation, to want to break away, to want to find things that are sustainable for us, but we're hardwired to want those things because God wants us to seek him out in those things. Like, so to the degree that we recognize our need for those things is to the degree that we recognize our need for him. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm really thankful that I'm always going to be a mess. I'm always going to need to find <laughs> how to make my life work because it'll keep me on my knees, you know, yes. yeah. so, a life that felt so comfortable and had no disruption and had no desire to like, I guess if I, if I didn't have a longing and a desire and a desperation to have order, to have all the things we're talking about, then 
um, I wouldn't remember my need for Jesus mm-hmm. and and find him because ultimately all the things that we're craving and looking for in, in all of these other things we're talking about, they are all great healthy things, but our fullness and satisfaction of them will only be in Christ. Like mm-hmm. it's that difference between am I striving to have rest? Am I striving to have a break or is it a God breathed type of break? Is mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. a soul filling break? Which I think is the difference too between social media and some of these other things. Like rest that you take in can be active. It can be yeah. active. It can be sitting still and watching an old movie, but it can also we can also replace our um, appropriate desire for rest with counterfeit rest. And at least for me, sometimes Netflix and most of the time social media are counterfeit forms of rest. And the reason I know is because when I go and scroll through on Facebook or I just sit and I scroll through on Instagram, I feel like I want to have a giant burp afterwards. Like (laughs) it's like, it's like drinking a ton of Coke and nachos or something and needing to burp. Like you filled up on something (laughs) that is empty calories. Yeah. something that is nourishing to you and sometimes it's appropriate and sometimes that is exactly what I need just to Mm -hmm. be still and kind of veg out sometimes and just rest and Mm -hmm. you know physically kind of release um or be distracted but other times it's like oh I just ate a bunch of junk food and now I have versus I just went and did something that is restorative for me Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. if it was active like a bar class where I sweat like crazy and you know wasn't sitting still but it was restoring me in some way so yeah yeah I, I like and, that distinction but there's freedom for everyone in those things it's going to look really different for each of you than it will for me and for everyone listening or it might be different for me today than it was yesterday mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. part of kind yeah. of the fun of getting to go spend time with the lord and figuring out um the things that he's placed before you to be able to enjoy in your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, true. so yeah. yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of a fun journey just to say, okay, God, what do I, what do I have in, in my, in my life, in my city in my family and all the things that you've placed in my life that you want me to enjoy and sort of like keep the feast in these things. What mm-hmm, is it when, mm-hmm. like um, to be able to explore with you, to find out what I like to do and and what what feels like it fills me up, like yeah. um, and yeah. just is you find out more about how God created you, and I think He joins with us in those activities. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sort of is a sense of come away with me, come be with me while you make felt flowers or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, exercise or whatever it might be that we can see it as him smiling and delighting with us in those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. presented to us like my, my husband, when he takes my kids on a date and they go do something fun, it's about the time that they're together or him delighting and seeing them get to have a giant ice cream sundae or whatever it might be. He's so excited to see how they receive it, you know, yeah. and we don't yeah. always look at, we don't always look at the gifts that God has given us as something for us to receive, but he is our good, good father who wants us to be able to enjoy all that he's placed before us. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think 
I think that um, he's saddened when we're just like, we have to work, we have to do, we have to do all these things. And, and mm-hmm. oftentimes, at least for me, I'll even misplace um, the idea of what I'm going to do for God, like in my production. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm doing to serve, I'm doing this to be a ministry, I'm doing this here and there, and I'm bustling um, yeah. with a false yeah. intent. It's not for him. It's really just busyness. Yeah, yeah. Um, or to make ourselves feel valuable or purposeful when, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was such a pleasure to chat with Kristen. We hope you guys take a moment to go check out her website and podcast. All the information for where you can find her is located in our show notes and be sure to look for her upcoming book, finding Sila, the simple practice of peace when you need it the most available in January. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. You can now find us online at slicesoflifepodcast.com. Head over to check out our new website, and while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter to receive additional content and resources delivered right to your inbox. Let us know what you think of the show, leave a review in iTunes, or give a shout-out on social media. We can be found everywhere on the web as Slices of Life Pod. Join us next week as we launch Season 3 of the show.